Welcome to Caravel, a podcast all about discovering stories and maybe something about yourself along the way. Uh, I am the producer here at Top Floor Studio. My name is Brad, and you're about to listen to two brothers uh, talk about uh, how their childhood shaped their lives. But also, uh, you may discover that you are reminiscing about your own childhood as they share their very, very incredible stories as well. So a little bit about our, our two guests. The Santos brothers, Rick and Ed, are sons of an immigrant mother from Portugal and a first-generation American father with Portuguese heritage. The brothers grew up in West Hartford, Connecticut. After college, Rick went into the nonprofit NGO arena and went overseas for 10 years, and Ed moved to Montana and started his own environmental science business. Rick now resides in Silver Spring, Maryland, a suburb of Washington, D.C., and Ed lives here in Helena. And these are their stories. So this is Rick and Ed, podcast number two, and we are, we actually in the last, uh, the first podcast, we talked a little bit about growing up and some, how we did some things that were different than what we do with our kids today and how we lived and how we were adventuresome. And, but we were talking, I think in the last one, we ended around Amston Lake and we were talking about the, being at the lake house and you were, you were telling the story of uh, swimming across the, uh, the lake and, um, and how you felt about that. But I think yeah. the, being at Amston, you know, having the ability to go out, I remember you and I going out at night fishing, doing a lot of night fishing. I loved our fishing, actually. Yeah. That was a highlight of the lake. And, you know, you mentioned earlier that like, oh, we each brought our friends up and, and whatnot, but I don't remember bringing really that many friends. It was always mom and dad and you and me. Maybe after you went to college, I would bring a friend up or two, but frankly, after you went to college, I don't think we ever, I don't think we really went up much with mom. Like it would be me and mom and dad. Right. You right, know? Right. But, um, yeah, cause Sue, cause I don't remember a lot of Susan and Charlie being there. They were there definitely maybe when we first bought it yeah. and we went up kind of more as, as a nuclear family. There was the six of us, but I think the, you know, the older they got, the less that they came up and the more that kind of you and I totally would go up on the weekends. You're right. There was like two, there were like two time frames of the, ca- of the cottage. One is I think when mom and dad first bought it, we were always up there as the entire family and you and I weren't fishing much like then. I was just a little kid and you probably maybe did more things with Charlie or, or with Susan. I remember just sort of being alone a lot and like wandering the weeds yeah, looking, yeah. For, looking for bull frogs. Bullfrogs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bull yeah, I remember you had a bullfrog. One year you had a bullfrog collection. Yeah, <laughs> and turtles, I mean, turtles yeah, yeah, yeah. and bullfrogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> I mean, that was my, that's all I cared about. Yeah. I mean, really, yeah. I would just literally go down for hours and look for turtles and so, bullfrogs. So I think Charlie and I did like a lot of snorkeling then. Do you remember, did you, you yeah. and I did snorkeling? I so, don't think, and I remember finding all the lures oh, that, man, cause they would snag on the rocks off that oh, lollipop yeah, beach. Totally. Yeah. Once again, like you always, like I was following, I followed in your footsteps because I remember thinking how cool, like you were out there with your snorkel and your fins and you would go under and come out and like blow the air, blow the water out of your <laughs> snorkel and you'd see it, you know, and then, you know, 
you would come back and have this like stash of stuff that you found, <laughs> yeah, right, like right, all right. the lures yeah. and I, how cool that was. Like we never bought lures. Yeah. Like we had a tackle box full of stuff, but it was not like we ever bought at the <laughs> right. store. I bought a few. I mean, I probably, I remember, but I remember going whenever, whatever, I don't even remember the sporting goods store, the names of them anymore when we I were growing remember. up. But I remember Go, I would love to go to this the tackle side and I'd look at the lures and I right. I probably bought like I remember buying probably the best my most successful lure actually was one I found it was a rooster tail do you remember that it was kind of like a it was like one of those spinners yeah and so it had a black spinner okay and it had like a couple of co- colors on the stem and then then it had yeah. like a like a kind of like like a feather not feather like a hair some okay. type of like like yep. hair over the the, the, the hook the, the, the hook. treble hook. yeah the treble hook and and I remember that was probably I caught more fish on that with that and that that, I that think lure I, I found. I think I, I remember. I remember love that rooster tail. <laughs> it was like a rooster. It had it, the spinner was black with dots on it, right? Yeah, with yeah. like orange dots or yeah, maybe silver maybe. dots or yeah. something. I forget yeah. something like that. But um, and then I remember I think one of the coolest lures you found that I always loved was it was a spoon. And it was like a daredevil spoon? Yeah, the daredevils. Yeah, it was like, that was the brand, yeah. Yeah, I think it was the brand. It was like painted orange with a, stri- with a strip across it. And it so, had a picture of like a devil, yeah, yeah. right? So the classic daredevil was the red and white. Okay, right? yeah. so But I think there were different variations mm. on that. And I think that one was one of the orange this ones. This is like an orange yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And the hook, as probably most of them, I think, the hooks were like half rusted off yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> or broken. Because, or, yeah. cause, you know, because it was Lollipop Beach, right? It was that yeah. little peninsula before you got to the main beach. Yeah. And there was all these rocks and stuff and people would love it. And there was always fish there. Yeah, totally. So people would always lose stuff there. Right. They'd they, hook them on the they'd rocks. They'd hook them on the rocks and they'd pull too hard and the line would break. And, right. Uh, right. Yeah. Bend the hook and the yeah, hook. Yeah, they, yeah, you know, yeah, they're, yeah. they're in the water probably for months, you yeah. know, before you yeah. came well, along yeah. and found them. Yeah. And so... Um, so then, yeah, I mean, I remember you watching you, and I wasn't able to do it. I didn't have a mask and fins, and and I'd maybe borrow your fins or something, and I'd swim around, and I'd tr- you know. But eventually, I did get a mask and fins, and I became like I took over. Yeah, <laughs> and I would just go out there, and I would like just search for hours looking for. I mean, basically, because you found we're always so successful. I would look for for the you know the lures that people yeah. lost yeah. and you've found tons of worms with the hooks in them yeah. not real worms yeah, yeah, fake yeah worms. i know the fake worms yeah and um the the big finds were when they had the stainless steel leaders still oh, like, right, attached right, right, you know right. to them so you'd have a like a few this, weights maybe yeah a couple i don't of know why they were weighting lures down yeah in right. the rocky shallows it yeah. just made no sense to me <laughs> <laughs> exactly but Oftentimes they had the the leaders on them, yeah. And they had like, and they weren't long, like six inches. Mm. It was not like ocean fishing where you have like a two foot leader or something. But they had, you know, these short leaders, and oh man, those were the prize possession. Like yeah. you find a, a, it didn't matter that the hook was completely rusted off it, you yeah. know. <laughs> and, it was, and there was, um, I think other people were doing it too because I remember seeing, like like sunken wood like people like put lure traps like they oh, put really? two by fours are you sure in. that wasn't you no it wasn't me <laughs> it definitely wasn't me <laughs> but so there was, i so took advantage the yeah the there competition. was competition i took advantage of the the when i saw him hooked into the two by four that was jammed in between two rocks underwater you know um but yeah 
And then it and then the lure thing, you know, went away. But I still, I mean, I still love snork. I still love to snorkel and just check out the fish and the turtles swimming by. It was cool. Yeah. No. I. I. I yeah. Seeing fish. Um. Yeah. I loved. Um. So you know, really that lake though, we did a lot. So I mean, back yeah. to the the idea of so you know, mom and dad would be like, yeah, go out, and we would just take the robo out, or it was you know the electric you know because there was no gas powered yeah. engines on that yep. lake because it was too small and too rocky. We had the electric motor, and we would go out for two hours, three hours yeah. at a time. Yeah. You know, fishing. Yeah. Um, uh, rowing and i remember we did a lot at dusk so yeah you know we're we're, we're the the best fishing the, the best fishing time so right. we would, you know we must have been like you know what so if i was 14 you were 10 or yeah. you know if i was 15 i mean i don't remember right. much we were right. in that past high school yeah but i mean 15 so i maybe it was 15 16 14 yeah. 15 16 and you were four years younger so, so i mean you didn't resent the fact that you had to hang out with your younger brother no i liked it yeah. No, Ed, so you and I it got must along, have been so. your it must have been your idea because it was, must have always been your idea because I don't ever remember asking mom and dad to drive us or dad, not mom, um, to like take the 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 um, station wagon or whatever car we had because he had to. I remember we had to drive. It wasn't far. It was like four hundred yards away, right? right? Right. The beach where where the boat was. And when I say boat, like we're talking, yeah, like a small rowboat, a small like <laughs> a kind of a square bottom, flat bottom, s- flat rowboat. bottom yeah. duck boat. Really, yeah, is yeah. what they call yeah. it now. It's yeah. like a duck boat because yeah. there, there's there's no it, it was flat, right, all the way up to the front, and those three seats, right, right. You could you could two people on each I mean, seat, I think six person we boat. Put four, we put five people in at once, and it was like at water level, right. right? <laughs> it was about sunk. <laughs> so, but dad. Because we had that electric motor, we had a car battery, mm. right? That we charged oh, every right. night yeah. or every day. Yeah, and we it was it was a pain to carry. It yeah. was heavy. Yeah, I don't remember like, really ever carrying it. I mean, we did. We, we did a couple times. We definitely did. Yeah. We definitely did a, a few times. But Dad would drive. Excuse me, drop us off. But I never asked Dad to do that. It must have been you, like saying, "Hey, Dad, drive us down," and I was just, I was just your br- little brother tagging yeah. along. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta organize dad. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I never organized that stuff. Yeah, yeah, I was just like, yeah. I was just like, I just showed up. I was there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, I like. I think of like the, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Away for the danger. Yeah, there. right for the glory. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Uh, so no, no. I mean, uh, yeah. So that, but that was easy. I mean, that was like no problem. I mean, but right. but, but the interesting thing was they let us go out right. at night. In the in this boat, you right. know, and 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 I remember coming back at pitch dark. Right, like it was like most times it was pitch dark. So we were we were we were like rowing around with no flashlight. We never brought a flashlight. Never I, brought okay, a light. We did have the life preservers. I will say that every time we went, <laughs> the parents were like, "Make sure you have the life preservers." And we would, and we, we would, never wore them. We, but no, they're, they're in there. The boat. Yeah. They're always there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we would go out for two, three hours at dusk, and and then it would be pitch dark. I mean, there's not a lot of traffic on that. I mean, there's no electric motor boats, I mean, right? Yeah. Or gas powered. Right. Boats, so, so like, we're not gonna get and run no one's over. sailing, right? There's a lot of sailboats on that lake, but no one's sailing. Nobody's sailing at night. So, like owning a boat now, it's yeah. like if you are, um, if you have a motorboat, you ha- like you have to have a light on it, right? So you have to have a, a light at the bow and at at the stern and the um um. 
anyways, so it, for nighttime, because yeah. you know you can't drive drive a boat without somebody being able to see you. Because if you're right. on a on a lake, you know you it's pitch black, right? right. So right. here we are on a on a little tiny ass rowboat. There's no other boats that can be motorized except right. with an electric motor. Right. Like, right. and really, the electric motor that we have is a trolling motor. Right, it's a trolling motor. That's, exactly that's all right. it is. Yeah. It's just an electric trolling motor. Yeah, and um. So nobody else is on the nobody would be on the lake. I don't yeah. ever remember other yeah. boats on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. We were the we'd be we were, literally the only people we were on the, the only lake. dumb ones on the lake. I know. <laughs> thinking we we're going to catch some fish. Yeah. And we would uh, basically just do the perimeter of yeah. the lake. There's no getting lost, right? No, right. You just stay right. along the the kind of close. We'd yeah. cut across the yeah. islands and then yeah. go up. And then we do yeah, we would go right and just do this yeah. big circle and then even by actually by the time it got dark, we didn't often go way to the right the the left part of the right lake. We, we would just, just bypass we would just kind of just kind of head back right across the lake yeah right. i remember that a lot yeah. yeah but we had a so we spent a lot of time doing things like that and and we, we spent a lot of time i remember just the fishing the, the swimming um going to the rope swing all that stuff well but in I, the boat for the fishing though don't you remember our Come on, baby, bite my lua. No, I do not. <laughs> you don't okay, remember? Okay, oh, my God, I totally... How do you, okay, that's a great memory. I, I have no. <laughs> so we sang, like, the doors, come on, baby, light my fire. Yeah, but I do. Hold on. Come on, fishy, bite my oh. lure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I remember singing that song, like, halfway around the lake. Oh, my God. And so I don't remember that You don't remember? I, on, I do remember bringing, like, you know, back in the day, like, the, 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 the tape, the cassette Kind of, we had a little cassette right, box, right. right? And we would just play a cassette. Was or was it radio? I don't remember. No, now. It was, I think it was a cassette. Cassettes. And we yeah. would bring that in. And I remember playing music. And I remember yeah. hanging out, like singing or hanging, you know, right. listening to music as we were fishing and whatever. Yep. I don't remember that song. You don't remember? Well, it was a song that I sang. I, was, <laughs> I did a bad job at it too, I'm sure. But, but yeah, I just I, I, I have teased my kids about that song. Because you know, it just—it's just the one liner. You know, it's, yeah. it didn't ever go beyond "Come on, right. fishy, bite my lure," <laughs> but by the—you know—by the doors, <laughs> but, loosely, uh, loosely by the doors, loosely by the doors. But that—I mean—it was just like I just remember singing that over and over again. You know, from time to time, just as we're trolling, or you know, it's just like we're just being kids. You yeah. know, yeah. having fun and um. And I'm not even a big music guy, you know. I'm not. I've never was into like bands and stuff. I just, you know, I listened to whatever was on the radio. But I always found that funny. Um, did you have a paper route? I can't remember. Yeah, so I did. I, so I had, you know, Charlie had one, and I helped. So once again, so I, I followed in my big brother's footsteps. Well, what, you know? well, I was not definitely not the originator of that. So Charlie yeah. had that really big paper route, route. Yeah, and then he brought me on to help him do it. And then yeah, the um, Hartford Current. There's the Hartford Current. We were delivering the Hartford Current. Yep. I remember waking up at 5:30 every morning. Yep. And you know, you get in there, and I would, I would start. You know, we would count up the the papers. Would usually be there. Yep. They'd be dropped at the at the basically at the sidewalk. We'd haul them in, cut the cut the binding. Yep. Um, uh, we'd count them up, make sure we had the right amount. And then you folded them too, right? Or no? I did. I mean, in the beginning, oh, I, no. I think what we would probably do is I would just like we count them up and we put them in our paper bags. And I remember having two. Oh, right. Like kind of like you know like the bandito with the two, yeah right the two <laughs> bullet things across yeah. their their chest. So the two 
you know, the paper bag uh, sacks. Yeah. Um, but not with Charlie. That's when I had my own route. But but I did. I, I basically helped Charlie for probably a year, and then mm. I got my own route. And then, um, and then Dad was uh, with helping us on the Sundays. I, and right? I helped. I I didn't do every Sunday. Probably. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I did. Not only did I not do every Sunday. I probably only did a handful of Sundays, Sundays. <laughs> but I remember going out with you guys, and Dad would put would fold the the tailgate of the of the station wagon down. Yeah, yeah. And we would sit on the tailgate. Right. And and Dad would drive down the street really slow, like really at five slow. miles and per hour. Yeah, we would jump off the tailgate with a newspaper. And because the Sundays were huge, right? Yeah, They're heavy. A, yep. And so you'd run up to the house, or throw maybe them in the door, three in your hand. You'd do three houses, then you'd come back. Oh, to I didn't the car. do that. I was always one at a time. Okay. So, cause I was a little kid. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I remember like, and I remember you showing me like, okay, open the door, the screen door, yeah. like hold it kind of high enough. So when you let it go, you can close the screen door <laughs> before the paper squirts <laughs> out the bottom, <laughs> Yeah, you know? <laughs> and like makes a mess, yeah. <laughs> so then when the people open their front door, yeah. the paper falls in, onto the floor, right? Yeah, yeah. People probably, I bet your kids don't do that these days. No, no, no. So all our papers now are just tossed Actually, yeah. so interesting, right? So we we still get paper, we still get the daily papers. So mm-hmm. we actually we don't get dailies anymore. We just get the weekend editions. We used to get because we live in in Washington D.C. We get the Washington Post, yep. and then so I was getting that every day for probably for more than ten years, and then mm-hmm. we just found we weren't reading them. You know, we didn't have time to read the paper, and I, right. I which I love doing. So we just get them on the weekends, but. Basically, it's a person in a car, and they've got these bags, and they just fold them into the bag. Oh, right, and plastic they just, bags. They throw them yeah. out, and they just throw them out the right at the edge of the driveway, and then we have to come out and pick them. But we, I remember, yeah, like people in the paper would tell me how they wanted, you know, exactly how they want their where paper. they wanted their paper. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. And actually, I remember because you know we were it was five thirty in the morning and six in the morning, and I would we'd be done by let's say maybe six thirty. Right. And I remember, you know, I would walk the same path and then a couple of my, you know, because we would, they would be the only foot, 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 uh, foot, uh, uh, I don't want to say footfalls, but the only, the path essentially, I would drill a path into their lawn because I would walk every single day day. and they didn't like that. They're like, your steps are like killing the grass on my lawn. (laughs) So, so I basically then had to like double back and like go on the, you you actually listened to them. Yeah. You know, because they, they tipped well. So I I did that, but yeah, no, I, I, so I helped Charlie and then I had my own paper route and then did you take over for me? Did I give you my old one, which was Pebble Brook in South Maine? I don't believe I did because I remember. Or did you just help me? I I think I hired you. I think I hired you at one point. I I was going to say, so I delivered the Harford (laughs) Current with you. Yeah. And I think I did it when you couldn't do it if you had sports Mm. or or whatever. Vacation or whatever. You know, whatever. I kind of, maybe I took it over for a week or, but. But you never took it over when I finally finished it. No, I don't think I did. But I, Uh. and I didn't have a paper route for for a little bit. And then I picked up. My, I, I didn't, I never, I, I never delivered the current again. Uh, I delivered the Herald, uh, the West Hartford Herald, I think okay. it was called. And no. the Herald really? was a, was I don't a, think it was West Hartford because the West Hartford was the uh, Hartford Herald. Was it once no. in a week? Was it once a week? It or was w- once a week. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it was the West Hartford Herald. I, it was a once a week yeah. paper. Yeah. And, um, it was, a, it was an afternoon paper. So I, I didn't have to do it in the morning. I'd come after mm-hmm. school. I would get the papers. 
So there was the Hartford Times at but one But you know point. what? Maybe I did do The Current because I remember See, I collecting I, money. I, remember I thought I gave you my route at the end of what, I might when I have. was there. I, and I, it, didn't, it might not have lasted long. Yeah. But I, I kind of remember collecting money. And remember the, the little, like, yeah. like the, the well, coupons. Coupons. Like a coupon, like, it was like a coupon book. There was like one inch by one inch. Yeah. And they had like the week and the date on. Right. And then you would. You go to the house to collect the money yeah, yeah. from the people. Yeah. It was two ring. It was like a two ring yeah. book yeah. with leather, two, yeah. kind of a leather yeah. front and bottom. Yeah. And then all you, then they would give you, it was basically blank. And you would write their name. Their address, right? And I think that would be it. And then, and you got one like stack of coupons per paper, right? Right. So, so, so then yeah. you put it in your book. So you'd put it in your book, yep. and it would be like six months worth or or three months worth of, of paper delivery. So yeah. it, was, it was by week, right? So there'd be tw- no, maybe so fifteen. So maybe it would be like maybe four months. So there'd be like sixteen coupons right. in right. each. Maybe, right. I think it was maybe more. I can't remember exactly. And you would just kind of. Fold them and tear them, and you would yeah, hand they're the, perforated. So yeah. the coupons are perforated, yeah. and that was their receipt of payment. Right, right, right. And you would hand it to them, yeah. and and then so I remember it was like a dollar. So I remember maybe it was like a dollar twenty a week, and right. then then right. a big tip would be they would give me a dollar fifty. You know, right, like, right. Yes, <laughs> but here you <laughs> For are, fifty houses. You know, I know you're a little extra, kid, yeah, yeah. right? At what? Not even like twelve, so thirteen, I, I fourteen. Was a, I, so I started. So I started doing paper routes when I was. Uh, we got back from California. I was ten, probably eleven, eleven to fourteen. Eleven for, years old. Eleven, twelve, and 13, the paper, 40, four years. Yeah, and the and the paper comp the 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 newspaper expected you to deliver. And to collect payment? Yeah. And then go and then once a week on Saturday mornings, yeah. they would have their little office for all the collectors and right. you would have to go in once a week. Right. And you would actually they would have your name yep. and they would have how much you owed the paper. Right. And then you would pay them in cash right. what you owed from, for the paper. From yeah. what you collected. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I remember you would go to the like I remember showing up to to the It was in Elmwood. The offices were in Elmwood. We I don't, would have see, to go to I Elmwood. don't remember I never did that yeah. part. Yeah. I, you know what? I have a vague recollection of showing up maybe one time I was with you or something yeah, or yeah. with dad or because yeah. I didn't do that with the Herald. The Herald, I think I mailed. I don't remember how I gave them their money. Well, because they frankly. wouldn't do it weekly if you're just delivering once a week. Right. So they'd probably do it monthly. But I had the, the same ticket. and But maybe my memory is crossed here that like the Herald might have been they just paid the Herald and I just delivered the paper. And maybe because I, I do recollect, I do remember showing up at like ringing people's doorbells yeah. and collecting money. And I remember giving the coupon and that might have been your route that maybe perhaps I took over. It's not a huge memory, I have to say, except I do remember collecting money. And I remember there were a few people on the on the route that I could never like I rang like I'd show up every day to their door. And they were never home, yeah. Or they never answered the door, yeah. And finally, like I would get them, and they would owe like three weeks worth of money, right? And they would pay, of course, yeah. And, yeah. You know, and, and I've never had a yeah. problem with somebody. But yeah, but you think about that, like as a, as an eleven year old kid, I had yeah. to go to their house your every week, and then right. of course some would say, "Don't come," and, and then you have to manage, like so. I had you to, have I to remember, think, yeah. So I had like probably forty. Yeah, so I had like probably I probably had forty. 40 to 50 customers in my second route. So, so actually, so after Charlie, I took a route that wasn't close to the house. It was down, you know, by kind of behind, um, you know, not CVS, but you know where this, um, 
gosh, I can't remember the names of those streets, like Webster Hill Boulevard, you know, kind of, so it was kind of, oh God, I can't even remember those names, but it was down, so it was a far yeah. walk for me, yeah. and there's a guy who had our neighborhood, right. and I, my route was closer to where he lived, and his route was closer to where I lived, <laughs> so we switched, we trade. So so oh. actually the current let us trade routes. Right. So we right. traded routes, and so, and then I had to like, you know, but I remember like having to collect every week or some people said, don't come every week, come every two weeks. Right. right. And so, you know, you yet you, you basically had to, you know, and I remember I write that. notes. Yeah. yeah. Write notes on each of those little cards that I had with their name and their address. And right. Yeah. That's I mean, that's, yeah, that's these all. days to ask that of a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? It's like, OK, you got to like perform this task where you're doing a job and then you got to collect the money and you got to ring their doorbell and like manage almost and without like you don't have cell phones you don't have spreadsheets you don't have anything except for a a two ring like leather bound you know a little book collection book yeah collection book with like like stickers on it basically that you're giving people i feel like a bookie right it's like taking one of your numbers you you get a little pencil you just pencil it all in and yep yep Oh man, that is pretty funny. Yeah. So, so, so I think, okay, so there's two themes that have emerged now in these first two podcasts. I think one is the level of responsibility that we had. Uh, it seems like we had when we were kids versus like, I think what, what we, we see today. And I think the second thing was just the independence, the, the independence that we had to, yeah. to, to, to basically execute that, that you had to have a certain amount of responsibility and independence, but also yeah. the independence we had doing a lot of the different things right. that we did um, without parents oversight or involvement. And so, right. But we also didn't have like, I think some of the, the things today, like where I, where I say, where I talk to my kids, I say, you know, when I was a kid, you mess up, you know, three people know. Right. You know, right. your parents and maybe one other person or, or 10 people know. Right. And, and really, and then everything else is kind of gossipy, whatever. But if you mess up today online on the Internet, the yeah. whole world knows. Like anybody in the world who has yeah. access to the Internet can see your mess up. It's true. And so. It's true. So a great example. I mean, um, here. So me as a kid. You know, um, in God, I think I was in middle school, eighth grade, maybe seventh, eighth grade. And I have a tree fort. We build a tree fort in the backyard. And this is where for me, like having big brothers, I think helped. Whereas having big brothers that cared, I I, I will say helped instead of big brothers that just wanted to see my downfall. Um, In the sense that, so I... I'm in our tree fort with two other friends with a sleepover and we're sleeping in the tree fort. And was it, so was this before we knocked the tree fort down or was it still up in the okay, air? Okay. So this is, okay. So this is the, the original tree fort that mom, that dad built yeah. is gone. Right. All right. Okay. Dad took that out. Yeah, yeah. So then I built a tree fort, actually an actual tree fort that was in the trees. Cause right. the one that mom, that dad built right. was sort of like, he had it on stilts. And Little house they, on stilts. Yeah. yeah, and then and then they took it down, yeah. and then it was on the ground. Yeah, but this I actually I built it myself, and with just scrap plywood and two by right. fours I right. found wherever. So I built it, and there was three trees growing up like in a triangle, um, and I built this tree fort onto these three trees. So I built I took two by fours and I 
put them across the three trees that made it, it look like a triangle. Like, yeah. right? Yeah, I remember um, that. So I built that. And um, I had a couple friends when we were in middle school over, and we got a case of beer. And I so had, how did how did you get that case of beer? <laughs> I don't I don't remember exactly. So I think it could have been I, a couple different ways. I I think the most likelihood is that I had one friend who it was he was being raised by a single mom. She worked in the she was always like a bartender, and then she did um, she worked. She worked in the the package industry, so she had like um, she was a distributor, maybe. Right, right. So she always they always had liquor in their basement in cases, and you know I I I think he got the beer, probably stole it out of her out of the garage. Right, right? she because she always had cases of liquor and beer and stuff. Because I think she was a, she worked for a distributor, so that's how. So I think he got the beer. And um, I remember we were in the backyard. And our yard, we're pretty far away from the house, but not yeah. horribly far. No, you can hear voices of Carrie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, voices carry, right? And I just remember, like, having this, like, we were drinking, three of us, down to case of beer. Wow. Like little kids wow. in middle school. Right. And, so, you know, we were loud and singing and and – and probably talking about beer and, you know, and... Oh, Dad would have been pissed. Well, Dad was... I think, I mean, I mean, you I, don't remember this, do you? I don't remember this. So, Dad, because Mom and Dad clearly knew about it, and I think you were around, and might have been in the summertime, because that's the only time we could really sleep, like, crash. Yeah, outside, in, in, yeah. In, like, three sheets of... There's pieces of plywood between right. us and the elements. So, right. um, so I just see that like I was in big ass trouble the next day. But that's the thing, Dad didn't come out. He didn't bust us. Like he could. I mean, he he obviously heard what was going on. He obviously knew what was going on. Hmm. Um, but he didn't come out, and he he didn't say get your ass in bed. He didn't call the parents of the other kids. He didn't do anything. He kind of let it play just out. play out. That's a great way of saying it. He let it play out. And then the next day. Because it was day, contained. You guys were in the backyard. You weren't yep. going anywhere. You right. weren't causing any trouble other than other being than a little getting, loud. Yeah, and other be, than him getting a call from Mr. Janangelo <laughs> or, or the, the Foxwells. <laughs> right? right? Maybe he did. I bet you he didn't even get a call. Yeah. You know? And, you know, <clears throat> so I just remember the next day we thought, you know, everybody went home. And then dad kind of, and I remember you being there because I think you said something to me later, like, you know, we had to like, I think we helped rein dad in or something. And yeah. and you probably, what you yeah. just said to me right now is probably exactly what you said to dad. Cause you were older, you're in college or um, at the time probably, um, or Charlie, I think Charlie was there too. Um, so maybe, it was the two of you guys that hmm. kind of was just like it's contained. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, um, they'll go to sleep soon. They'll, yeah, they'll <laughs> go to sleep soon. And and maybe and drinking is and they're gonna have a he he a real bad headache the next right, morning and right. they're gonna be like, oh, I'm really dumb. Right. This exactly. Isn't, this isn't what I thought it was. So I got in trouble 
And but dad never called the parents of the other kids. Yeah. He he kind of just and it was the only time I've ever gotten caught doing that. You know, so, so I never so, but, really got I, busted doing I, like anything bad. That was like the worst thing. And as far as dad knew. Right. But so but so I think what what, what here is like just, just this idea that, you know, it, you know, when we now today, when you, you know, some somebody, if you were in that group, yeah. somebody would take a selfie. Somebody might That's, video that, it. That was my somebody point would, of that. Yeah. That is my point yeah, of that conversation. Yeah. Thank you for like yeah, reminding me back, where I was back. going. Yeah, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> so yeah, it was a matter of like my dad, like you knew about it. Charlie probably, I think Charlie was there yeah, too. Yeah. He knew about it and mom and dad and, and, the t- and the two people that I was in trouble with. And I t- of course told them. I'm like, listen. I'm in. I'm in deep yeah, shit right we, now. Yeah, we like. I got in big ass shit, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and right, right, right. you didn't get in trouble because my dad decided not to call your parents. Yeah, and never a word was spoken about it again, right. and that was the end of it. Right, and you never did that again. And I never did that again. Yeah. It never followed. It yeah. like yeah. And so today it would be like posted, and then you know. Not only that, but like you said, you said it right. The Janangelos called dad. No, the Janangelos didn't call dad. But today. Like they would be out f- taking recording and right. taking, you know, video of it, right. of what's going on. And there'd be, and they would probably post like, you know, crazy, you know, stupid young neighbors, you know, being loud or something like that. And right. yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's a, uh, it's a different, it's, we, we live in a different time. So then, okay. Fast forward to today. And so the example that you're talking about is, um, so I have friends who um, are big into Facebook and, you know, and they're, you know, of course, our age, 50 and 50s. Um, and we were uh, at at the lake a um, few summers ago, three, yeah. three summers ago. Yeah. And it's graduation time and her son was graduating. And so she knew all the kids that were graduating at that time. And one of the kids, uh, wasn't a friend of her. She knew, she knew the family and she knew the son. She knew the kid that was doing this. But anyways, he had a huge bash, like, like graduation party bash on the lake. His parents owned a a cabin on the lake and they had a boat and the, and they were, I say, in my opinion, of course, they were drinking, and they were high school graduates, and they were on the boat, and they were uh, the boat. It's like a a jet ski boat, you know, uh, a wake surf boat. Right. And the wake surf boats, you know, are rated for about ten to twelve people, and there were probably thirty people on this boat. Oh no! But they weren't, you know. He was exercising some restraint in the sense that the boat was acting more as a raft. Like he took the boat out into the like into the water and then anchored it. Right. Essentially. Didn't put the engine on. Right. He wasn't, they weren't like racing with 30 people on the boat. So I give him credit for that. And they weren't that far offshore, frankly. He, he literally just parked it out there as a raft and they had music playing on it, you know, cause there's big speakers on it and stuff and, and people and the young girls are dancing and they're, you know, shaking their booty and, and whatever. They're having fun. It's graduation. And so she took, my friend took a video of this and she's like, I can't, you know, she's kind of saying, I can't believe, you know, they shouldn't be doing this. It's unsafe. And she's right. 
And I don't want to I don't want to say that she's not right. But she posted on Facebook. And she made a comment like, you know, this is, you know, I hope I'm glad my my kid isn't on it. Or I forget what the comment is. Except maybe her kid was on it. Yeah, there. maybe. But <laughs> yeah. but no. Yeah. So but it's not something I would ever do. Right. I would never even dream of doing that. Um, but that's what people do. But that's what, and I guess that's my point. That's what people do. And, but it was, so he actually, the guy who owned the boat uh, or the, the parents, or maybe it was him. I think the parents learned about it through this Facebook post, of course, because they weren't there. Or maybe they were. I don't know. It didn't even matter. He called the graduate, the high school graduate boy called her up and said, you know, this could really mess up my chances at like a scholarship because he was otherwise, I think, a straight-A student. Right. And so she took it down. Right. So she's like, okay, I'll take it down. But the fact that that even happened and transpired, right? Um, it's like, you're right. Today, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. You know, even people who are seemingly, you know, are looking out for your you're good, right? Right. We're, we're trying to look out for people's best interests. Best interests. And and if people make mistakes. And right. But, but but taking a mistake and putting it yeah across the globe. You right. Know, you, the, anybody in the globe has access to the internet. And right. So if you put it up there, yeah. Everybody has access to right. that. Right. Uh, it's just and a that di- is so yeah. different. It's a different time. A different time. Okay. So this yeah. is the end of uh, yeah. Rick and Ed uh, podcast number two. Episode two. And uh, <laughs> we're going to go on to episode three. All right. Thank you for listening to Caravel. And also thank you to Ed and Rick Santos. This podcast was recorded at Top Floor Studio. It is a podcast studio for rent in the heart of Helena, Montana. If you are ever in the area and you are looking for a professional podcast uh, studio or some services to help you put a show together, we would certainly love to help you out. You can reach out to us at Top Floor on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Music for the show today came from EpidemicSound.com. I've been the editor and producer here on the show, Brad Oldhouse, and I look forward to seeing you aboard the Caravelle next time.